When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. All right, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Now sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? I'm good. How's how's your day today? Been busy? Guess what? I'm drinking today. Oh Lord. Real tea today. Okay. Al's face about to be red and his mouth about to be vicious. Right. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad. You, you probably needed a drink after your day. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and please welcome our special guest co-host back for the week, Armand Wiggins. What's up, Armand? How you doing? What's going on? I'm excited to be here uh, Wednesday. So let's get to it. I'm excited about these topics today. So I'm ready to get into some things. Yes, we have a whole a lot, a lot to get into. All right. Uh, we drinking? You drinking? I'm uh, no, not, not drinking yet. Not drinking yet. No, I'm not gonna kidding. keep asking. Get some lemonade today. Okay. Me, my buttery Chardonnay. Oh. <laughs> out of All a right. hotel glass. <laughs> you in a hotel too? I, I moved yeah. out of the house today out of College Hill. So I am I have my own room and privacy for the first time in 30 days. So I'm excited and uh we're about to have some fun. All right. Let's Are you these- drinking? You know what? I am on that hiccup. Give it a little, little. I've been drinking hiccup. You just gave right there. This Mm. is the most exhausted (laughs) I've ever been. We finished today. Today was graduation, and um, it was emotional. It was wild. There was a lot going on, and I. This is just pure exhaustion, like on fumes. I have some Red Bull here, but they don't pay us, so I'm not showing them until they do. But uh, no liquor right now. But maybe tomorrow I'll be recovering. I get to have a drink with y'all both. Well, not on mine, but. Armand, we we want to encourage your clean your clean journey. We don't want to do that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for now, Al. For now. All right, let's get into these topics. <sighs> Diddy, Diddy's money might be swallowed up by all these lawsuits. Music producer Rodney Jones Jr., who goes by the name Lil Rod, is the latest person to sue Diddy for sexual assault and grooming. Rodney claims Diddy would grab his genitals force him to hire prostitutes, groom him into having sex with men, and force him to drink shots that were laced. Are you surprised, Al? Oh, did you say Al? Mm-hmm. Are you surprised about all this? Um, listen, we're not surprised. If we're honest, these are rumblings that we've heard for years. Um, and, 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 and he's adopting that Cassie strategy because he knows, A, he's got hundreds of hours of footage. If you read that complaint, if you saw that filing from the United States federal courts, you would be devastated if you were Diddy. It was 73 pages long. He had 100 hours of footage that you can actually see what he's saying is to be true. He has pictures. The The complaint even has a trigger warning on the court documents. And this is from him living with Diddy from September 2022 to November 2023. And let me tell you what he's documented. This is what puts the nail in the coffin across the board. Not only was it sexual assault, but it's the aftermath of a shooting. It's sexual intercourse with minors. It's sex workers. It's prostitutes. It's sex trafficking. And it's also illegal distribution of guns and drugs. When I tell you this young man has been spending a whole year of documenting everything, both on video as well as with pictures, he has really stacked this complaint with so much damaging information that it's only in Diddy's best interest that he settled this and he settled it fast. Well, uh, Empire TV said everybody can't be lying. Diddy is done. Armand, do you agree? I think where there's smoke, there's fire. However, 
it's just a little interesting to me because this is the same person who was a little frustrated because he didn't get paid what he thinks he was owed for producing Diddy's album. So all of this comes after Diddy's latest project, the Love album, came out and he didn't get the, the royalties or the payment that he thought he should have received. So he's since been online trying to get, uh, recruit monies through PayPal to get people to, you know, help him take Diddy to court and sue him. And so now, while I think, you know, Diddy definitely is guilty of these sexual allegations uh, upon Cassie and some of these other women, I just think with this guy, I, I'm not, I can't say that he's wrong, but it sounds like the Cassie story. Like, you want $30 million, it's the prostitutes. And yeah, in these pictures and videos that he's alleging that he has, some of those have already been proven to be inaccurate images. So for me, I'm not sure. And then to top it all off, the lawyer that he has, I mean, nothing against this lawyer, but we know this lawyer, Tyrone Blackburn, to be a more performative type of lawyer. You know, he's more of a clout lawyer. So I'm not really sure. I need a little bit more information and a little bit more uh, hardcore evidence to just. Well, you, know, you clear you clearly have not read the complaint because that man has given you 73 pages of evidence and hard facts. So you cannot like the lawyer. You can also victim shame him a little bit by saying that this is all about a couple of hundred thousand dollars that he's owed. But what he's bringing forth is way bigger than that. And I want to make sure that we don't victim shame because this is important. <laughs> this is why people don't come forward. And especially men. I've said this on this show a hundred times. We have to start creating an environment where people feel comfortable coming forward sooner so that there won't be this long trail of victims. He has been doing this allegedly since the 90s. If those people had come forward sooner, then this man would not have experienced this in the 2020s. Okay, period, end of story. So let's be very, very careful, Armand, in saying that his is just a money grab because you don't know all the facts and maybe, just maybe, you should read the complaint. Well, I, I, hold on, I do feel as, I, that could be true, but at the same time, I have to keep the same energy. If it were a woman, we have many times said, even on this show, why now, what is she looking for? So we have to keep that same energy as I ask all of you for the men. You know, if we're gonna keep it, we have to keep it the same energy for the for the opposite sex. So in my opinion, I feel like there's a little bit of gray area. And if it were a woman, mm. I would have said the same thing, but I have to keep the same energy for the men here. I'm not saying- So where, where was the gray area with Cassie? Why didn't we? Why didn't you mention gray area with Cassie? Why isn't that a discussion around Cassie's experience with him? And on this show, I want to be very clear: we don't victim shame to shame the women. In our commentary, we always say that we're going to stick on the side of the victim until proven otherwise. Now we'll give our opinion, but we are always on the side of the victim here. Am I wrong? I don't know, Claudia. You got to jump in here and help me with this one. Well, I was sitting back watching y'all play a tenant little game of ping pong right here. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I will say there's been a mixture on this show of sometimes supporting the victim and sometimes not, depending on who the victim is. But we should, we do generally try to lean towards supporting the victim, but we should probably do that more. Uh, in this particular case, I, I, Armand, I do know that the one there was one picture that I do that I'm familiar with of that was proven to be that was debunked. I, I have not read the complaint yet, so I can't speak on the rest of it. But I will say this about Mr. Puff Daddy. Um, this isn't the first producer that I've heard through the grapevine that this has happened with. This is uh, this seems a little par for the course, and I will speak mm -hmm. more on it when I can. But this isn't breaking news to me that there was some sexual fulalaing going on. Combined with you have actually worked for me and I'm withholding money from you because I know of one case in particular that Diddy for sure was not paying this person. And then there was also that element of the sexual stuff going on. So I, allegedly. So I'm going to say that so you would say, well, why would you not just come forward? Sometimes it's a form of a kind of like financial Blackmail, I guess you'd say, you know, mm -hmm. withholding funds like, oh, OK, you run your mouth then you won't get the money that I do owe you for the work that you've done. I do. I have heard of this kind of situation that's happened for many years with people that are in his camp. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to let these stories unfold because we're going to get to some of those people like there's some other names coming up that we're going to be talking about that I've heard. 
So okay. I'm just going to speak on the part that I have heard. I haven't read the complaint yet, but I know that there's been a word on the street that this is not, I'm not shocked at any of this. I've heard this before, but with a different producer. Oh, okay. Can't wait, can't wait to mm. read this book. <laughs> Al, let's go to some comments because this okay. is a very juicy story. Oh, you want me to do the comments? Yeah. All right. So Link with Lex said, I think it's a money grab. Having pictures when you are a part of something is easy to get. It's not proof that anyone did something wrong. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, Nay said, I 100% support anyone who's been in abuse, who has been abused and all abusers should be in jail, but people do lie. And then Ari Al said, Diddy is a nasty narcissist. I think he did some uh, some of it, even if some of it is exaggerated. Yeah, well, nothing really shocks me with this man anymore. And then I think we want to get one more, Claudia. Paige sure. said, we're all sick of Diddy. Throw him in jail. He's probably sexually assaulting somebody, right? Ooh, that's not funny. Sexually assaulting somebody right now because he's still walking around. Set up on his Star Island home. Wow. Woo, our fans, they let you have it. You know, when people like this that have a long history of accusations or like the, the streets, like the industry always talks before the mainstream America gets and stuff. And we hear stuff like being, being in New York, being in L.A., kind of being in those circles. And then later on, like the rest of the world kind of gets the story. And we're like, oh, we've been knowing. But we really mm -hmm. can't say much at the time. But now I think people are becoming more fearless because it's a feeling like a little bit of a safer space where you may not accidentally fall off the balcony or be held over the side of a building, allegedly, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you might be okay once you speak on things. Mm -hmm. Stevie J was also named in the lawsuit after Little Rod claims Diddy forced him to watch a video of Stevie J having sex with another man. Oh my God. Stevie J denied the claims in an Instagram post stating, I wasn't that guy the last time, and I'm never gonna be that guy. I'm one of God's favorites. Don't play with my name. Now, 50 Cent took to Instagram to slam Diddy by saying, I'm on the floor, dead. Somebody bring me back to life. Now, was Diddy just a target, or do you believe that there is some truth to all of these allegations? Uh, real quick, Diddy and his son Justin Combs have denied all allegations, and Lil Rod also accused Diddy of not paying him for his production services, as Amon said. Mm -hmm. I will say in that photo that was included with CBJ and the alleged the white boy that was supposed to be a CBJ, I don't think that was CBJ in that photo. Mm -hmm. Armand, what do you think? Um, I definitely, like I said, I definitely think where there's smoke, there's fire. I definitely feel like Diddy is a narcissist. I definitely feel like he's a control freak. I definitely feel like he runs some sort of sex code and sex ring. But I, on the other hand, I do see that this is a great time for everybody to come out with their stories, true and false. Okay. So you have to weed through what's legit and what's not. And so in regards to the Stevie J, um, the porn star knockout came out and said, Hey guys, it's me. It's not CBJ. So for me to put that in a in a complaint and you haven't even done your diligent research, what kind of lawyer are you, you know, to put that in a complaint and name somebody who it's not even him? So that's why for me, I'm like, OK, are all the facts, whether they're in a 73 page document or a thousand page document, doesn't matter if they're not true. <laughs> so what does that mean? Just because you put it in a document or a complaint, it makes it true because clearly it wasn't true here. So I don't know. I, I just feel like where there's smoke, there's fire, but some of this is BS. Well, I, I, think, say, I think that's called a smart lawyer. He's he dropped names, you know, Stevie J. He knows Stevie J is a big uh, component and friend has worked with with Puffy. But we got to make sure we understand what we're calling false. He never says Stevie J did anything illegal to him. <laughs> he just was saying that he was forced to look at porn. So take Stevie J's name out of it. He was still forced to look at gay porn in order to turn him on to be sexually assaulted, allegedly. So it doesn't matter. It could be Boo Boo J, ZZJ. And then I I, I, I strongly recommend, I, and, and this is just for everybody, and maybe I'll ask my lawyer if I can post it because it's a public document, but I can post it on my YouTube page so everyone can go see the 73 pages. It's like the 73 pages just isn't hearsay. He has hundreds of hours of video to prove what he's saying. He has photos. Like, it's just actually, it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And that's why the courts put a trigger warning on it.
Well, you know what? This story is not going away anytime soon because as these months, it's only February, okay? Uh, a lot more names, I think, are going to be coming out associated with Diddy. Diddy has a long history of things happening. And I'm sure the false ones will get debunked or paid off. And uh, the real ones, we, we may see some accountability or not. We don't know. Uh, real quick, Little Rod has also allegedly hinted at Meek Mill, Usher, Chris Brown and more committing crimes while in the company of Diddy. This is all alleged. This is all what they saying. It's ain't us. That's what they saying. Uh, and related news. Oh, okay. We're going to take a, a quick commercial break. We have so much to cover. I told y'all it's going to be a juicy <laughs> show. We got a lot of juicy things to talk about. Coming up next, find out why Ja Rule is beefing with the, the UK. And later, find out what Simon Gabadia is splurging on. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. If you're enjoying the show, throw some flames in the chat and we will see your love for the show. All right, y'all. In related news, actor Columbus Short spoke out on a podcast recently and said Diddy tried grooming him. He said Diddy invited him to his hotel at 2 in the morning so the two of them could be alone. Take a listen. He said, what, 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 you, what you doing? I was like, oh, man, I'm at the crib. He said, oh, yeah, we over here at the, um, he said, I'm over here at the, um, the Beverly Hills Hotel. I said, oh, for real? So who over there? Just me. All right, could this just be an innocent, you know, like, bro time? Or was Diddy looking to be a bad boy with Mr. Stomp the Yard? Um, Al, what do you say, Al? I think it depends on the hour in which the call was made. And from what I think I understand, it was after 2 a.m. or closer yes. to 3 a.m., right? If, am I yeah. right, producers? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think anything, <laughs> what does that say your grandmother said or your mother said, ain't nothing open after 12 midnight except for legs <laughs> mm -hmm. and mouths um you know i believe let me just let me preference what i got to say by saying i do believe everything he is saying but why are you talking about it now and this is what concerns me because it gives me that kind of feeling that he's kind of like coattailing slash snitching and and that's the part that makes me feel uncomfortable with this. Like, why didn't you share it earlier? And I'll continue to say this. Why didn't you share this earlier so that it could stop this behavior in some way? Or is there a purpose for you sharing the behavior now? Because you want to lean into the conversation when everyone's kicking him while he's down because he didn't abuse you. So what's the purpose of you sharing it, right? And I just also want Columbus Short to just be very clear. You know, his closet ain't that clean either, you know, around, you know, we talk, we've talked more in the past few years about Columbus Short, not his acting, but his antics with his ex-wife, or was it, yeah, or is, are they still married? Remember that incident? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and yes. what happened at Scandal? Um, I think we're talking more about his, his other bad stuff than talking about him being a great actor. So for me, a little question mark here. It sounds a little, you know, wanting to add to the story, co-telling and snitching to me more than anything. All right, Armand, I saw you having a visual reaction. Oh, um, yeah, because I'm over here going through it because I, let me guess how. So he needed a 73 page document for you to get it, because to me, you just went from believing the victim to now he's alleging that something happened. Now it's like, why now? Till No, he's not alleging know. nothing happened. He's just alleging that he that Diddy was calling him and talk, was trying to get him to come over his place. There's, there's nothing illegal about that. And what Absolutely did you just say criminal. that meant? Nothing is I'll, open at 3 a.m. What does that mean to you? That he was horny and he was trying to hook up. That's not illegal. If so, I would be in jail. But he's alleging that Diddy was trying to groom him then. He was trying to groom him. Okay. You got to read the article. So they were saying that he, I, he I definitely like, read he the article. Like young man. I definitely read the article. Him. But that's that's he's allegedly saying he groomed him because he called him one night. Come on now. That's like I said, that's coattailing. That's not like, OK, so where where is grooming illegal by calling someone at three o'clock and wanted to try to get some action? Half the men and women on this really? day, on, on this Zoom, is it illegal? Or mine? Is it illegal to call somebody at 3 a.m. and try to get them to come over to your place to have some fun? 
If yes or no? I, this is P. easy. Diddy, if I'm P. Diddy and I have power and I got people afraid of me because I'm shaking them over balconies and blowing up cars and I'm trying to break into an industry. So, yes, that is a little bit. It's not technically illegal, but it's not right. You know what you're doing. Boy. You know, All okay. Right. At the end of the day, go to the next day, Claudia. Go to the next day. No, 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 because I'm with you though. Why now? But I'm keeping that stance. I'm keeping the same energy. I'm not flip flopping. I'm with you. Why now? It seems like a lot of these people are trying to jump on the bandwagon because it's profitable right now. I think Diddy is disgusting, but I just feel like why now, Columbus Short? Why now, producer? What's in it for you? And why were you holding up? So I'm with you, Al. I'm just saying it just seems like you went from that guy to then turning on this guy when. We really on the same team here because it sounds weird at these people coming out for these egregious reasons and it's not really making sense. So I, I, well, I, agree. I, I apologize. I find that there's a difference between doing stuff that's illegal, like sexually assaulting someone, touching someone's genitalia, grabbing their anus, forcing them to do drugs so that, you know, sex trafficking, guns, shooting and all of that. I will never. And I don't care who hears me say this. I will never put that in the same category as someone drunk dialing looking for some action. Never. Because if that's the case, sign me up and put me in jail. I will say this. I know we have to get to some chat, uh, some comments from the chat. I will say I know there's a lot of why now, why now. That comes up a lot on this show. I think with Diddy, with a lot of people that actually have been in the business for a long time. A lot of people have been afraid of Diddy and until Cassie kind of kicked the door down and, and was fearless, I think mm -hmm. it made it a little, it feel a little bit safer because there is safety in numbers. So now people are like, oh, I got a story. Let me tell. So there might be a combination of some people looking for some attention, like, oh, I met him once. Or some people feeling finally like, oh, I feel a little safe. I don't know. I don't want my car blown up. So let me go ahead and read some of these comments. <laughs> no, I want to know what no, you think. I want to know what you think, what you think about. Yeah. Do you think do you think this Diddy calling him at 3 a.m. asking him where he is, you know, and he's in music, he's in acting. I'm, you know, so the influence thing, like Armand said, uh. is that illegal? Is is that illegal? No, no, is is not illegal, and I do think okay. Columbus Columbus is a funny guy, and I think he's you know you gotta know Columbus's humor. It's definitely not illegal, inappropriate, yes, because Columbus was laying there with his girlfriend or wife at the time. Uh, if some man called me at three o'clock in the morning, I'm with my man. My man will cuss me out, right? Like we right. that's inappropriate. We know those are booty call hours, not illegal. Would you, would you feel uncomfortable? I'd feel uncomfortable if someone that had power like that hit me up and said, "Yeah, absolutely, one thousand percent." Why answer now, the call? Now, um, I'm not working. If I that person did he, I don't know if Diddy can hurt Columbus career wise. Maybe he can. I don't know. Why? Why? What? What you say? Why answer the call? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just asking. You, if you felt uncomfortable, why would you answer the call? I would send a divorce and be like, I would sleep. I, if I it's Diddy, you're going to answer that phone call. No, not me. Some people. It's about. Right, right. I probably answer just because I'm nosy. That's like Tyler know. Perry calling you, saying you're not going to answer the call, or you know what I mean, or Oprah's call. I'm not going to answer. You might uh, take that call. At 3 a.m., I would be like, I would hit the, like, can I talk right now or sleep or something. We have if some comments. Columbus said Diddy. Uh, also, Columbus did say that Diddy kept trying to hang out. Like, it wasn't a one-time thing. He just gave mm. one example. I, I'm going to call Columbus. Maybe Columbus will come on the show. I did ask him to come on the show. And maybe we can work that out. Because I really want to ask Columbus and let him tell us. Maybe there's uh, other, he can tell us about other times. Uh, Maury Davis, uh, Diva said, uh, doesn't Columbus Short have domestic dispute issues? Be quiet, Columbus, and stay in your lane. I got to say this, though. Just because you have a check it pass doesn't mean that you can't be a victim of something. Like, I don't think we should do that. Like, if you've committed, an, uh, you know, if you've made mistakes in your life, you, no one can commit anything against you that, uh, I don't know about that. And uh, Brandy said, has Diddy ever called Al? That's a ah. <laughs> Al, would you pick up the phone if would Diddy you... called you? Al, would you no. pick up the phone? No, no. What about in the late 90s? <laughs> uh, well, in the late 90s, I was a banker. Um, I did prospect him, and, and, and if not at 3 a.m., because you got to set boundaries when you're building your business. So I wouldn't have picked it up at 3 a.m., but I would have definitely called him back at 7 a.m. As much as you like to party out. <laughs> and you know, did he got the key to that? Well, he had the key to city New York back then. Right, right? He did. He did have the key, but not if I'm sitting in bed with somebody. Mm -mm. 
I have a feeling we'll be back revisiting this story soon. All right, coming up, find out what a popular restaurant is charging uh, their customers for. And later, guess who was suing Kanye West? Lord, I thought we were done talking about Kanye. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, during the break, I was looking at the comments for the last segment because it kind of got spicy. What, they were, they were ripping me a new one? No, no, they weren't ripping you a new one, but they know who you are. And they, they know because you've shared your freaky level with us on the show. So let me mm. comment that for you. Um, they said, uh, Yasmin Jensen said, Al would definitely do something strange for some change. Like, TB said, Oh, Al gonna answer. And, um, uh, Roxy T said, Al and Armand both are Gemini's. Okay. Sarah M said, I'm answering the phone. I might politely hang up, but I'm definitely want to know who's, uh, what's up. And let me see. They're all saying Al would definitely answer. Al Lion O, Soul Set Apart said, Al is a city girl. Well, city boy. And they said they're all saying that you would definitely pick up the phone and go party with Diddy. Mm. Yes, you would. No, Al, come on, Al. I know you, Al. Listen, I will will give you this. Would I go to a Diddy party and hang out? Absolutely, I have. I mean, come on. We I've gone to uh, Star Island. I've gone to them in the Hamptons. I've gone to them in L.A. And they've been incredible parties for me. But. I, you know, especially at that time when I'm, I'm professionally trying to do business with someone, I'm not answering a call at 3 a.m. You're going to diminish the, my ability to kind of really get the end result, which is his business. So in that case, I would have to put him on pause. Okay, Al. Remember, I have hung with you at the Essence Festival. <laughs> okay. Many times. All right, we're going to move on from that. All right, uh, Pamela Fowler, an Airbnb host, is being sued by Sean Mackey, who rented one of her properties. Now, Mackey broke some of the rules by having a party and additional guests, which wasn't allowed. Sean left the negative review and requested a refund after being put out, but Airbnb removed the negative review and bills him for his stay. The host, Pamela, was so furious, she sent photos of Sean with a mystery woman to his wife, now, Sean is now suing the host for harassment and other damages because he got caught. Do you think uh, this lawsuit will work out in Sean's favor? Armand, what do you think? Um, I don't think that it will work out because I do feel like, uh, wait, which one is Sean is the one that's suing? Sean was the one, yeah, oh. he, he got caught because he was in there with another woman. So, yeah, I do feel like that could work out. I do feel like, because I do feel like you breached his privacy. I, I don't think that, that that's right. Now, however, if I was the Airbnb owner, I'm kind of on her side because it, I, it was said that, you know, he didn't pay her the money. So she wasn't receiving her coins that he was owed, that she was owed. And so she was like, since you're not going to pay me my money, I'm going to, you know, air you out and send send this to your girlfriend that you were cheating on her. So I'm kind of with the Airbnb owner on that. But I do feel like he does have a case here, possibly. I'm no lawyer, but I would try. How are you going to commit, uh, like, a, like cheat on your spouse? Like, you know, be ratchet like that and then have the audacity to get, kind of get some smoke with the place you committed these acts. Of course, like, I would make sure I would probably right. pay them in cash. Like, yeah. no paper, like, no paper trail. Al, what do you think about this story? This is crazy. I, I, I agree with both of you. I, this, you know, you know, Claudia, I was in the Airbnb business for a Airbnb business with my properties for a long time. I haven't been in it now, but Airbnb is starting to get ghetto. And I'm like, they probably need to rewrite their rules and regulations and all that good stuff. And there needs to be, honestly, honestly, there do need to be rules on protecting the privacy of the person that is staying in the property. Cause this is very scary. Like the fact that because she didn't get paid, she feels like she can release damaging information like this. I don't think that's right. Even though he is cheating, I don't think it's right that they're able to use that to their, you know, this is def- defamation of some sort. It's gotta be just to try to get paid. Something about that should be against the rules, and that that property should probably be kicked out of the Airbnb system. Yeah, that is a hot mess. Candace Hood said, as funny as it is, I think he will win because of privacy concerns. Empire TV says she's dead-ass wrong for exposing him like that, knowing yeah. damn well she low-key wanted a piece. Oh, okay. And Yasmin <laughs> Jensen said, he tried to scam her, and she released the footage. Oh, well. She must, and- we know what color she is. Right. <laughs> nobody else is going to jeopardize their money like that because you can get kicked out you know when you violate people's privacy you get kicked out and you're not allowed to list for 10 years 
Uh, Keith Dennis said the money he paid allowed up to the number of guests he had over. The host wanted more money after the fact. He uh, also got permission for the guests. Wild story, isn't it, Armand? Yeah, it's a wild story. I just, I, I don't like the Airbnb process because I feel like Airbnb sometimes they be adding a bunch of extra rules to it and they will consider anything a breach of contract. Like any, you have one person in there over, it's a, it's a you broke the no pilot, no parties rule. So yeah. I don't know, like Airbnb is getting really, really strict with their rules right now and it, it's just not fun. So yeah. they're cracking down on it. It's going to be less and less Airbnb in Texas. They've already made it where it has to be long-term rentals, like 30 days. No, no short ones anymore coming up real soon. All right, let's get into this. Ja Rule is claiming that due to his criminal record, he's denied entry to the UK. Now, to make matters worse, Ja Rule took to Twitter and posted that he spent, I've spent a half million dollars in production of my own money to put this tour together, only to be denied entry days before the show. Now, will the UK allow him to perform since he's bringing money into Britain? Or... Do you think they're going to stand on business and keep him banned? Real quick, Armand, what do you think? Uh, ja Rule going on tour to perform what exactly? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we, or who's what? buying, who's buying five, what five, like, going on tour for, with five songs is crazy, okay? Now, listen, Ja Rule, what kind of idiot would sit up there and pay for a whole tour, spend all your money without knowing if you can get in the country or not? This is why he has no career. He's an idiot. He probably should have called 50 Cent and asked him what he should do. This is why 50 Cent will always be better than Ja Rule. Ja Rule is dumb. Period. <laughs> I have not drank enough for this boy tonight. <laughs> He's a We love Ja Rule. Are you kidding me? Go ahead, ja Al. Go ahead and ja stick Rule. a bus. Okay, why, <laughs> am I the only one? why am I the only one fighting with this boy today? Listen, Ja Rule... You're too young to even know his 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 influence. Jairo broke so many barriers. Jairo um, was so many I've top top charts. Oh my God! I wish I could go just clearly. Teach you he broke bit. too many laws and can't get into the UK. He's not the only one. He's it. not the only one that has broke laws that you probably listened to today, sir. I think the thing here is I just wish Jairo would have been a little bit smarter. It is trying kind of confusing. I will give you Armand that you've been in the game for so long, and your team that around you should know these rules, just like the record label knows these rules that you cannot go in the UK. It's one of the strictest countries when it comes to felons and criminals, just like. Americans need to know that there is there are strict companies in states in in uh, USA that you can't go to perform if you have certain type of criminal records without doing certain things and that's New York, Louisiana and Iowa. So I'm disappointed that his team didn't know, but you're not going to sit up here and bash Jairo. He made some hits. <laughs> Let me jump in here, hits. Al. Once uh, again, this is a difference in in, in our age, age groups right here because uh Armand, I'm, I've been agreeing with you on a few things tonight. But what you ain't gonna do, this guy got a lot of hits. Now, I know you're old school, you know, like for you, you're, you're a different generation, so this probably is less meaningful for you, but this is, Ja Rule had a lot of major hits. Him and Ashanti were the, the, the two that really kind of got it popping with like the mix of R&B and hip hop back in the day, like the, the collabs like that with the female singer and the male rapper. And it was really, really big. But anyways, uh, I do blame the team. <laughs> you should know before you put your money out there, that you should not put your money up before you know that you can't even get into the country legally. Like, no, you got to know the laws. Like, that's a half million dollars of your own money. All right, we gonna probably argue some more this week. <laughs> I, I'm gonna actually specifically request. We have topics that show the difference of age here. <laughs> it's kind of fun. All right, let's get into Simon Gabadia. Is that really your last name? Is not letting the recent divorce filing get in his way. He took to social media to post him purchasing a new five hundred thousand dollar Rolls Royce Spectra. Take a look. Simon, this is Kenny. Simon, What's up, Kenny? Pleasure to meet you. I think I'm probably gonna get this baby here. Oh, fantastic. This is so desperate and thirsty to me and so corny. Is this just a way to pretend he isn't having money issues for the gram? Or do you believe this is a real purchase? Al, uh, what do you think about this? Is he is he capping? Is this I think I think everything around this smells and reeks of like storyline and and <laughs> and and for attention. You know what? I I, I thought about this. Uh, Simon and Portia, in my mind, are the sophisticated are becoming the sophisticated version of Blue Crawl, Blueface, and Krishan. They are always on the blogs every day. We're talking about them. 
every single day. Can we just wrap it up and talk about them at the end of the week? All the dumb stuff that they do during the week. Can we just talk about it one day at the end of the week? Because it all just feels contrived to me. No, like, okay, you've been accused of being broke. Now you go out and get a $300,000 car. You know, uh, every day is something. She want to make sure he doesn't hide his documents. I, 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 And this all is unfolding after she announces that she's returning to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm starting to not like it. And I don't want to feel that way because we like Portia. And Simon's cool. I met him a couple of times. He's a cool dude. But this is really giving me kind of desperate at this point. And it's not feeling comfortable anymore. Lil Lexa said, Simon really playing in everyone's face. Isn't he scamming? Armand, is he a scammer or not? I agree with Al 100%. And you know, Portia is my girl, and I think she's one of the most beautiful women on the planet. But I just feel as though this whole thing reeks of storyline as well, and it looks really, really corny, especially the way that it came out on the heels of her announcing she's getting back on The Housewives. So, Portia, you know, I get it. Get away from this guy because he's a mess. But at the same time, it feels like it's all too timely calculated. So, I don't know. We're, we're going to be here for it, though. I'm definitely going to watch, though. And this is the reason why, really quick, this is why Portia, though, is great for TV. And this is why Candy is not. Because this kind of BS, we're going to tune in for it. You know what I mean? And so, at the end of the day, while we may not like it, we're here for it. I give Candy a straight because Portia's your girl. No, I'm just saying, but this, <laughs> out of this. this is good TV, though. At the end of the day, this is good TV. No, you're right. It is. And Portia is definitely good for TV. And yeah, okay, we, it's, once again, two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that they're about to get back on television. And yeah, we know that a lot of this is going to be storyline, but it's going to be actually a uh, good storyline, actually, I do think, because we are going to want to know, are they really going to get a divorce? They're probably going to wrap it up and and save the marriage in the end and, you know, whatever. I'm, it is good for storyline because no one's really been talking about storyline on Housewives for a while, and Portia is really good at this. Simon, though, man, mm. how... The, 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 this is like an antic of like a, like a rapper or like a young reality star. Let me go act like I'm buying a car and go to a showroom and show, you know, show myself doing a, a video of a car. It's it, it's corny, but yeah, it's going to make ratings go up, unfortunately, because oh, us consumers are here for the nonsense. Okay, we're going to break. Going to break. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, we have a whole bunch of tea for you. And I'm sure you'll be uh, going off on us in the chat. So we'll be right back. Stick around. Mm hmm <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. It is February, almost the very end of Black History Month. So let's check out this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Breaking records and blazing a trail for Black women in hip-hop, Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott's impact has changed the game for Black women in entertainment. Queen Latifah is a rapper, actress, singer, songwriter, film producer, and humanitarian. She was the first rapper to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She's a bona fide entertainment icon with both an Emmy and a Grammy to her name. The Queen recently shattered barriers receiving the prestigious Kennedy Center Honors Award. She was recognized for her groundbreaking influence on hip hop music. During the ceremony, Missy Elliott gave tribute to the Queen's accomplishments and the impact of her song, Ladies First. Standing on the shoulders of Queen Latifah is four-time Grammy Award-winning rapper, singer, songwriter, and producer, Missy Elliott. She has sold over 40 million records worldwide. In 2023, Queen Latifah inducted Missy into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame making Missy Elliott the first female rap artist to join this prestigious club. The achievements of Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott have raised the bar for women in hip hop. They have shown the world what real black girl magic can do. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, proudly presented by Nissan. Experience a whole new thrill of driving. All right, gentlemen, what are your thoughts about these two historical moments, Al? Oh, you know, I, 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 this, 
you know, I always I praised Missy Elliott the last time when we saw this, but I want to praise uh, Queen Latifah this time. Did you guys know that Queen Latifah was the first female rapper to be nominated for an Academy Award? How significant is that that she plays, that she can cross over from being a rapper to being an actor? Like, that's insane. And also, she was the first hip-hop artist to female hip hop artists to be awarded a Hollywood Walk of Fame. Thumbs up Nissan for um, for highlighting these beautiful, successful black women and, and showcasing black excellence across the board. I didn't know she had a star. Okay, thanks for that, Al. And Armand, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, uh, Nissan is doing a great job by highlighting, you know, black female rappers that really are not talked about as much um, nowadays. And they really, you know, laid a lot of the groundwork for some of the talents that we look up today. And, you know, Missy Elliott is one of the greatest female rappers of our all time. I feel like no female rapper is honestly better than Missy Elliott. Um, she's great. She's a producer, songwriter. She does so much great work. Um, she's a trailblazer in so many different ways. And I'm just loving that she's getting her uh, her due. So shout out to Missy Elliott because she's definitely a part of Black history. And I know, Amal, we've been giving you a tough time just playing around about the whole age thing. But I do like these moments because it does educate the younger people that didn't grow up on these, you know, these th this music and these ladies and kind of just kind of catch them up to speed with it because we, there was a time when we didn't know some of our mom and dad's favorites as well. So I think this is great. All right, moving on. Uh, you know, we always talk about money here because, you know, that's what we do. But speaking of it, you better have some if you want to go to Catch Kitchen and Cocktails in Metro Atlanta. The restaurant was called out on social media for charging customers an additional $20 on their bill because the establishment has a live band. <laughs> what do you think of this fee? And will any of you try Catch? That's Catch with a K, not the same Catch that's in L.A. and in New York. Armand, what do you think? You know, these restaurants are starting to get out of control with their extra added fees. So I'm actually not surprised. Like at this point, they add fees for every little thing and there's nothing that you can really do about it. So and then honestly, then if you're if, if you kind of make too much of a fuss, you're made to feel like, well, you probably shouldn't be here if you can't afford it because it's an experience. You know, you're made to feel ghetto if you look at the ticket like, hey. Why am I being charged for this? So inevitably, you just end up paying for it because now you're not just paying for the meal. You're paying for the dining experience. So I guess this is just this is what it is nowadays. So I guess I mean, I probably wouldn't go there. But if I do, I know I'm going to end up paying for the band now, too. OK, Al, what do you think? Well, you know, I'm from New York City. This is nothing new. I mean, but the deal here, I think the thing that's so upsetting is that maybe because they're new entrepreneurs, if you let people know in advance that the live music being in live music just like if you go to a comedy show there's a minimum that you have to drink there may be a cover as long as you let your patrons know in advance it's okay and i'm really sad that this has happened to catch because they are an african-american owned business and this type of bad press could actually put them out and put a lot of their employees in the unemployment line which is super sad but i also learned something this morning guys that every restaurant if you have a band and the band doesn't play original music you have have to pay a licensing fee to ASCAP and other organizations if that band plays songs that have been copywritten. Uh, Bushy Barbie said, it doesn't sound bad if you know the fee will be on there before you sit down. And Aaliyah Tyre said, I would dispute it with my bank. And Sabah <laughs> Nur said, businesses are running out of money. They're worse than the HOA now. Uh, listen, I would definitely pay $20 to listen to a band and have some great dinner. I think that's a small price to pay if I signed up for that. Right. If I was familiar, like, oh, they have a band night on Thursdays. I pay $20 extra. I get to sit and listen to live music because I actually love that kind of, um, I think those kind of dates are really of sexy and fun and different and grown. But it's the springing it on them. If you go somewhere, you know they have music, but they've never said that you have to pay for it, then of course you're going to be upset. You know, I think that's, you, you got you to gotta let your people know and you got to make it obvious. Obvious, obvious, obvious. All right, let's move on. Donna Sama and her estate are uh, suing Kanye West for sampling her song, I Feel Love, on his track, Good Don't Die, even after they rejected his request to use it. Why do artists think they can get away with stealing other people's work, Al Reynolds? What do you think? Cause he's a Donald Trumper. He this is a Donald Trump strategy. And plus he doesn't he doesn't uh he doesn't admire or respect her. If she said no, then you need to honor her. He probably was like, who is really Donna Summer? She's washed up. And he knows that he's going to get this type of press, which is going to push the story. It's going to push people to go listen to it and, and get into the scandal. 
That's what I think. I think he did it on purpose. And after he gets people there and they buy his music, he can take whatever royalties he get and pay her off. Armand, you do music. What do you think about this? I think I think Kanye is just going to Kanye, right? And in his mind, I think there's just some sort of artistic vision there as to why it happened and why he did it. You know, it's some kind of ood there that he'll probably talk about later on in a rant. So I'm not surprised. And I feel like, well, you told Kanye no. He's like, I'm going to do it anyway because I can. And then I'll deal with the consequences later on because I'm sure there's this lengthy backstory that he has to tell us as to why it was denied in the first place. So I'm, you know, Kanye is my boy, but I'm sure he's the conspiracy king for sure. Right, right. Yeah, it seems like no one can really tell him much of anything and he thrives off of being told no, so we can just do it anyways. All right, coming up next, Drake is catching some heat and we got to play a quick game of Gotta Go. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Drake is catching some heat for uh, online for posting a free Tory Lanez message to his Instagram. Fans are speculating that Megan Thee Stallion also dissed Drake in her hit song, Hiss, regarding his alleged lipo and ab sketching surgeries. Surprisingly, Drake has also beefed with Tory Lanez in the past and has since made, uh, made up. Is Drake taking a shot at Megan? Armand, what do you think? I feel like, yeah, I feel like uh, it goes to show that the line has been drawn in the sand. A lot of people don't believe Megan Thee Stallion. A lot of people feel like Megan Thee Stallion is an opportunist and a liar. And she put a black man behind bars. People believe that. And, you know, what's the matter with a man getting a little bit of ab etching, Meg? So I don't know. I think that, that he definitely has picked a side in a lot of industry. There must be something that they know on the inside. And they're not really fooling with Megan Thee Stallion. So that was definitely shade to her. Okay, Al, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I find it very interesting that Drake is standing 10 toes down. You know, I hope Drake is helping support Tory Lanez and his family because, you know, obviously they're going through a whole lot. They're both from the UK, so I kind of get the the whole kind of like, that's, that's my hot. They, are they not? Are, no, Canada. They're both from Canada. Sorry, you're right. They're both from Canada. So maybe that's why he's standing so strong with him. Um, but yeah, I just hope he's helping that family, you know, given the situation. Uh, Mrs. Burns said he needs to take the, his limp noodle and sit down. <laughs> okay. I, I like Drake when he's kind of staying out of the, the mess. Um, I kind of feel like Drake is a superstar when it comes to rap. And it's like, eh, Drake, you don't need to do all this. Uh, Debbie Bryant said, this is victim shaming. Weren't we talking about this earlier, Armand? Well, you got to also know he's friends with Nicki Minaj as well. So Oh yeah, we know that. Yeah, this is not necessarily victim shaming. It's it's him not agreeing with, you know, what happened. It, it's not taken away from, you know, I totally believe that, you know, Tory Lane shot Megan the Stallion, but Drake doesn't have to believe that and Drake does not have to support Megan the Stallion. He can support Tory Lane's. That is his right. See, we have to stop getting to a place where we try to control how people who people support. If that man doesn't believe that he's guilty, then he can support his friend, hands down. Absolutely. He does so not have you, to support me, Megan the Stallion. Let me ask you guys something. Didn't Kelsey come forward today? Claudia, did you read that she's story? Supposed to be, uh, she's supposed to be speaking on that. I just right. want to go back to something I wanted to say real quick. I, I want to just like clarify or just point something out. A lot of people said what you said. She sent a black man to jail. Once again, and, and Armand, you was at the trial and you were really there. You were there a lot. The state brought the charges. Megan Thee Stallion refused. Like she did not bring the charges against Tory Lane. So I kind of feel like we got to clarify that because it's like she's getting the blame. Like she's the prosecutor. She sent a black man to jail. The charges that he did get convicted were more about his gun, right? The possession of a firearm. He wasn't supposed to have possession. Of the, that's the majority of his charges in his time was because of that. Stop mm -hmm. saying, not you, but just the, the narrative that she sent a black man to jail. She wasn't just home like, let me pick you to send you to jail. You did nothing to me. There was a bunch of circumstances. You can believe whatever side you want. And I do I do appreciate you saying you do believe she was shot. But to say, I, I just feel like the narrative, and we were learning about framing here uh, on College Hill and the framing of her sending a black man to jail. Sometimes we got to, you know, what, what did we contribute to it? Because you didn't have to be there.
All right. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about it this week because we're going to get into what Kelsey said tomorrow or the next day, I'm sure. All right, y'all. Before we go, since we are discussing music so much on the show, let's play a quick game of Gotta Go. Choosing one musical artist or group to get rid of. Are y'all ready to play this game, Gotta Go? Yes. Okay, let's go. All right. Let's have a little fun. Let's cue the music. All right. Let's cue that game show music. Okay. First up, we have Brandy, Aaliyah, and Monica. Which one has to go? Monica. Al. Oh, I'm going to say Monica. Brandy? Oh, no. no! Absolutely we not. We love Brandy. Did you not just say we're not. entitled to have our own opinions? Okay. 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 My Don't opinion. do me, Armand. No! <laughs> Brandy is my girl. They're uh, all my girl, but I got to uh, say uh, something. Uh, all right, next up we have, plus Monica been getting like a lot of smoke lately. I feel bad for her. Next we have Destiny's Child, TLC, and SWV. Oh, Lord, this is going to be tough. Uh, Which girl group has to go? SUV. SWV. SWV. Oh, I disagree. I'm going with TLC. Oh! Claudia! Oh, yeah. You are out of here today. I can't. You are out of your mind. <laughs> Next up, we have R. Kelly Usher and Chris Brown. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, duh. For R. personal Kelly. reasons. Okay. Next, we have uh, 112, Jagged Edge, and Drew Hill. <gasps> Ooh. I'm going, oh, but I like 112, but I like Drew. Ah. This is hard. Jagged Edge. Yeah. No, 112. I'm going Jagged Edge. Yeah. All right, next we have male rappers, Tupac, Biggie, and Jay-Z. Oh, oh this Jay-Z. is a setup. Okay, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. I will not say that. Um, y'all going to get mad at me? I'm going Tupac. You better not. Oh, wow. I'm <laughs> okay. Tupac. Wow, you're an L.A. hater, and you lived here for <laughs> years. I moved. Shame on you, Claudia. I moved. <laughs> Lastly, we have... <laughs> Female rappers, Lil' Kim. Oh, Lord. Not with Armand. Can we skip this one? <laughs> uh, Lil' oh! Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Who has got to get to seven? Who's answering this? We the can't bar- let Lil' Kim go. I've been on my phone all week because I... Right. We, can't, we can't let Lil' Kim go. We can't Nick kick Nicki. She's a top... Uh, Cardi B got to go. All right, Cardi B. Nicki Minaj, bye. Oh! Barb, really, call my phone again. They're going to call my phone again. They put my phone number on the internet, and they've been blowing me up all week. All right, y'all. That was fun. Wasn't that hard? That wasn't as easy as I think. That was hard. Right? I like that game. We should do that more often. That was fun, and uh, I'm not going to be checking my Twitter or my DMs for the next few days, so don't even bother trying to come to me. <laughs> <No. laughs> Why is the producer t- saying my name? What did I do wrong? They're like, I don't know. I don't know. All right, uh, I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Armand Wiggins, for joining me tonight. That was a really fun show. Hey, Thanks man. for watching us on YouTube. Please make sure you watch the, the replay that airs tomorrow and hit that like button and send the link to your friends, okay? Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off, where they really be going at it almost as much as us. We will see you back here tomorrow. Bye, fellas. I'll see you on Bye. Tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Good show. Good times. Bye. <laughs>